Welcome to the Lively Joy Podcast. Learn how to live your best life with host Sherry McDonald. She believes that every person has the right to be healthy and have a life that they love. Sherry, along with her guest, will help you live your best life by talking about everything from the latest health topics, how to find your passion, longevity, so you can live your best life longer, shifting your mindset, and more. And now, your host, Sherry. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lively Joy podcast. Uh, recording this on my balcony in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. So, um, with a great view and beautiful weather. And I hope you are having a great day and having great weather as well. I told you today that I would be talking about the yoga uh, festival, the Sedona Yoga Festival that I went to two weeks ago. And I've kind of put some notes together and some of my favorite classes. Wanted to share a little bit about that with you. And again, it wasn't just yoga. Um, I don't do a lot of yoga because I do Qigong and sound healing, but I love to take the classes that are living your yoga. And that's basically what I want to talk to you today about living your yoga. And the other class was about the vagus nerve. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And some other things. So let's get started. First of all, I just wanted to um, put some things um, out there for thought. And what does living your yoga mean to you? For me, uh, when I was asked that question, I'm like a more peaceful, patient, uh, self-care, a slow down, a slower. So, and, and actually I've done that. I've been in Sedona for three weeks now, and I've been reading more than I've read probably in the last six months. I've um, been out in the sun a lot, um, just sitting on the deck, just watching how much sun I do get, but, um, it's just been beautiful. So I feel like the longer in here, the less stress I have, the more I can live my yoga. So, you know, I know for a lot of people, your job might be very stressful. Believe me, I know I owned a business for 26 years and it is a relief to not own a business right now. If you're working and you're, you have a stressful job, just write some notes. What does it mean to you to live your yoga or to live a, a, a more peaceful life? And, you know, you think about what you might be able to do during the weekends or weekdays, evenings when you're not working that will help you to get there. I told you I would make a list of um, what I was going to do as far as each day. Um, and, and this isn't written in stone. This is just something that I wanted to make sure that that I do some of the things that I love that sometimes I just don't do them. So I'm just going to read um, off what I have um, Sunday through uh, Saturday. And again, I haven't stuck to this completely and it will change every week. Sunday I have whatever, read, plan the menu for um, the week, my uh, food menu, maybe go to the grocery store, maybe not. Sunday might be a busy day for that. And just whatever I want to do on Sunday. Monday, I have down stretch, qigong, meditation, which those can all be done together, more or less. Walk, sauna, a 45-minute sauna session. And I did do that twice this week, and I the sauna, I... Did about 45 minutes and I was pretty, pretty soaked in the 45 minutes. And I really think it's going to be a powerful uh, thing for me to do here. 
So I'm going to do it two days a week and I'm not sure what days, but I think it worked better when I did it in the morning, pretty much as soon as I got up and then I took a shower and then I actually did my Qigong because I, if I do it in the middle of the day, then I have to take a shower afterwards and I really don't want to take two showers a day. So I think that's what I'm going to do. You know, think about what your Monday might look like. If it's a work week and you have a lot to do, um, just do one thing that would be a little bit of self-care. Uh, Tuesday, I have stretch, workout, and meditation. On Wednesday, I have stretch, uh, Qigong class, and meditation. And I actually go to a Qigong class at the recreation center here in Sedona on uh, Wednesday mornings. And then Thursday, I have stretch, workout, sauna, and I'm also going to do a hike. I did a hike this morning with my dog. We go about two miles, which is uh probably about an hour because two miles of hiking out here, um, you're going up and down hills and you're, um, there's a lot of rocks and stuff. So you don't go quite as fast as you normally go. And with my dog, he has to stop and uh, smell everything along the way. So <laughs> that was fun this morning. Uh, Saturday, I have stretch and hike. I'm not sure, you know, my husband and I will probably do th some things around the house, maybe go take the dog for a big hike. That might be the, the longer hike that I go on throughout the week. I think that was basically what I had. And I plan on releasing a podcast every Thursday. So I will uh, be working on that throughout the week and uh, putting a lot of thought and um energy into um, my podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. So those are, that was uh, kind of what I put together. And again, that's going to change. And I would love to hear what you would put together. Um, again, especially if you're working, um, how, how would you um, handle all that? So um, the next thing was, what do you want to work, walk in the world, walking into the world, what do you want from that? Do you, what kind of person do you want to be? Um, so it, it really made me think about, you know, especially this time in my life, you know, where I'm, I'm not working right now, um, except for my podcast, which is to me, it's not working. But I, I thought about, you know, I want to be more caring, more giving, more supporting, and share more. Um, I do want to volunteer and I've already signed up. I haven't heard anything yet, but I have signed up for Friends of the Forest. And um, that's kind of, um, you know, I just want to, to be a better person and the environment, helping to clean up the environment and to um, just volunteer. So if you think about, you know, that, think about what you want to do, you know, what it is that you want to do, give back. Uh, and what gets in your way from that? What gets in your way from doing self-care? I, I know work is a big one, but what are some of the other things that you might be able to, um, you know, change? Um, so what gets in the way? For me, it's doing too much. Like I'm always got like four or five projects going. I'm always, um, you know, looking for something new to do before I finish something else, staying busy, obsessed with learning. I'm always learning and wanting to learn everything. But I've in three weeks, I've, I've noticed a difference in myself and I'm not as um, crazy busy as I used to be. And I feel like I've um, calmed down, so um, I'm taking a break, and we'll see what happens, but I feel a lot more calmer, and I'm not 
like trying to do a million things at one time. And I think that comes with not working right now as well. So kind of look at your habits and, you know, what challenges do you have? What kind of action can you take to work on those challenges? Get up every morning, talk to yourself, how, think about how you eat, how you move every single day, because those are the two most important things. And for the one of the classes I took, the uh, Living Your Yoga, her name is Melanie Salvatore, and I bought um, one of her books. Of course I did. <laughs> Don't tell my husband. And one of the things that um, she says in here is that we, when we sit or move, don't move for long periods of time, we get stiff. The stiffness is caused by lack of movement of blood, lymphatic, and synovial fluids, which becomes stagnant. And that's definitely not a good thing. Then we become tighter and more injuries. That stagnation uh, creates swelling and inflammation. A way for us to drive off chronic stiffness is to gently move the spine in all directions every day, as well as throughout the day. And I did a Qigong, I do Yo Chi online uh, Qigong class. And I did um, that the other day and I did a circulation one and it did the exact same thing that she's talking about. So I moved my spine in every direction. It was only a 15 minute, um, usually I do 30 minutes, but this was a 15 minute uh, Qigong class. And it was unbelievable. When I first started, I have uh, back pain because I have a fracture in my back and I actually did something to the front of my ribs too. So I have a couple problems. And when I first started, I'm like, I am not going to be able to do this because this is hurting within five minutes. I'm not kidding. Five minutes. I was, there was no pain. I didn't feel my ribs. My back didn't hurt just from that movement, that, that, um, range of motion that I was doing. And, you know, it just takes a little bit of time to get the muscles warm and the body warm so that you can tell a difference. But I think that is one of the most important things. You know, I'm all about lifting heavy weights and, you know, weight training for your bones and health. And I will always weight train, even though I haven't weight trained, believe it or not, in two months. Um, but I'm going to get back at it. And I know it's so important for longevity and bone health and just in general to be strong as we get older. So, uh, but I but I do think that Qigong is, is my yoga. So I love to do it and I can see benefits right away. So I'll put the uh, Yochi link. It's only $15 a month and I've been doing it for quite a while. She has a ton of on-demand videos and then she'll release new ones, but it's every kind of Qigong you could want to do. So if you want to follow the seasons, like right now I did a circulation for the spring. So um, the element for spring is wood and the, um, the flexibility is part of spring. Think about the trees blowing in the wind and how flexible they are. Um, I do follow Chinese medicine, TCM, and I try to watch her videos that go along with the seasons. But check it out. And again, let me know uh, what you think about that. Uh, spinal movements can be incorporated while standing in your bedroom, um, maybe doing calf raises while you're watching TV or brushing your teeth, um, sitting at your desk in the afternoon. Just move and be consistent and try to do it throughout the day. And even, you know, if you have one 15-minute session and then maybe take breaks for five-minute sessions two other times during 
during the day, unless you're very active during the day and you're probably getting a lot of movement anyway. I hope you enjoy that part of it. When we uh, create spinal movement, uh, stimulate circulation and expand our breath, and these are the breaths I'm thinking are the ones where you inhale and you expand your stomach out to your ribs, to your back, and then exhale and pull your belly button in towards your spine. So all that really um, stimulates the vagus nerve, which I told you we talk a little bit about that, a um, special player in supporting whole health, the vagus nerve is a wandering traveler that runs down through the brain brainstem through the throat down to the colon. It is the largest cranial nerve and its main function is to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So the rest and relax or rest and digest nervous system. And so if you have a stressful job or a stressful day, um, it's a good thing to stimulate the uh, vagus nerve. And you might have be hearing a lot about this lately because it's people are finding out the benefits of stimulating it. And there's exercises and breathing techniques that you can do. And I will go over some of those with you. It's the main function to activate, again, the parasympathetic nervous system. And its job is to calm us down and support our longevity our longevity functions of digest, hormonal imbalance, and, and um, our immune system. Some of the uh, things we talked about with the Qigong or the yoga, any kind of movement that um, causes motion in different parts of the body and breathing practices work directly with the vagus nerve to support our immune system and again, support our longevity functions. So I will give you some things that you can do at home. Hopefully work on your vagus nerve to, especially if you're in traffic and um, you know, if, you're, if you've got a stressful job or you just have kids that drive you crazy, <laughs> whatever the case may be, uh, we want to stimulate that vagus nerve to calm down our parasympathetic nervous or sympathetic nervous system to to be more relaxed and uh, rest okay a couple more things about the brain the vagus nerve it's the 10th cranial nerve it supplies our brain and organs with important information such as heart rate digestion lung function even bladder control um, it also helps um, and stimulates um, the brain health, so mental health, helps with uh, depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Improving the vagal tone will help us to recognize when and how, what state we are in eventually, and then how often we need to work on that. Singing and humming. So one of the things that we did in the class, which I really felt in the throat area, was if you just take a deep breath in, inhale, and as you exhale, you're going to hum like a bee, a bumblebee. So, you can also make noises, uh, different noises will work different for different people. Like for instance, lam, vom. So inhale, exhale, lam. Send it to the back of your throat. Don't think of using your lips. Think of using uh, the vibration in your throat when you do that. So that's another thing that you can do uh, to stimulate the, the vagus nerve. I think that's one of the, the most important ones that I've come across. Another one is doing, and I'm going to put a video in the 
in the show notes uh, of someone who uh, is doing uh, two different ones that I really like that they explain about the vagus nerve and they also did give you different techniques to use. But another one is just holding your arms up. Think of taking your fists and, and facing them together with your elbows up and you're just going to rotate at the waist 30 times each side. So you're going to rotate as far as you can each side with your arms up. And then after you're done with that, then you're going to take your hands and lightly slap underneath your belly button. You're going to slap like 30 times each hand under underneath. And then you're going to put one hand over the belly button and one hand under the chest. So around where your diaphragm is under the center of your chest. And you're going to smack both areas. Now, don't do it too hard. It's not supposed to be any competition or anything, but um, smack both areas. The one, the girl that talks about this also talks about the belly button. Um, and I have the belly button kit, which uses a tool, but you can use your thumb. So watch that video. Really practice these, do these, see what works for you, what resonates with you and makes you feel better, um, more relaxed and less stressed. If you would, let me know. I would like to hear um, what you did and, and how it worked for you. So I hope you got something out of this podcast and I will see you next time. Again, I'm going to post on Thursday. Keep listening and please share so more people can hear. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time to listen to the Lively Joy podcast. Check out the show notes below with links mentioned in this episode. And please take a moment to subscribe. That helps others find the show. Feel free to share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you'd like, you can also follow us on social media. See the links below. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time with more on living your best life.